This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win, order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. You are watching Leicester Till I Die TV. Till I die. Hello, good evening. How the devil are we all? <laughs> got the got the pants ready. Um, we we were going to have a packed show tonight. Unfortunately, it isn't as packed as it was because some Bournemouth Vancouver fan has let us down. He's probably off walking his dog. Trying to chase Harry up. That's all he seems to do. So, cheers, Craig. You've got just right in it, mate. But here we go. Uh, let's hope that the team isn't as shit as he is when it comes to helping us out at the weekend. Slightly busy weekend to go to uh, as well. But um, look, this is LTID TV from Leicester Till I Die, uh, live on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Uh, thank you for joining us and watching. Please join in the chat. 
and uh, feel free to comment. Keep it respectful, though. And for those of you listening on the podcast, thank you very much for lending me your ears, whether that is the YouTube podcast or whether it is Spotify, Google, Apple, Podcast Addict, blah, 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 and all of those. Uh, we thank you for lending us your ears. Uh, or if you've got smart speakers, A, you're rich, but B, just ask it to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. And don't forget that you can follow us on all of our socials. <sighs> you know you want to. And they, we are, well, basically, we're, we're everywhere. Um as you can see there, there we go. Uh, LTID TV, uh, Lester Till I Die TV. Search either or, and uh, you will uh, you will find us. So let's uh, let's bring my uh, well. I was going to bring my my Bournemouth guest in, but like I say, because he's off shagging sheep somewhere. I'd got you know, I'd even got music lined up for him as well. Um, and it's no good coming in now, Craig. It's much too late. Sorry, mate. We're going ahead without you. Uh, so here we go. Um, let me bring my first guest in from Leicester. Um, Brad, um, how are you feeling, mate? It would help if I pressed the right button, wouldn't it? Hello, <laughs> yes, how are you, you sir? Be one of those shows, one of those shows. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm look, kind of looking forward to doing this show. Um, it's going to be interesting um, to get all people's opinion because... Still seems a lot of bit of pessimism around, isn't it? Despite the brilliance of the result we got against Newcastle, because let's face it, apart from uh, a certain wise old sage in in, in Craig, uh, nobody else really saw Monday night's result coming. No, no, not at all. Um, if I had, I'd have had a bet on it. Talking about the wise old sage, let's bring in the Craig that doesn't let us down and say good evening to our Craig. How are you, sir? Welcome back. How was Madrid? And he's gone on mute as well. No, I'm not. I'm just messing with you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. See ya. Anyway, let's... <laughs> Let me bring him back in and let me uncover him, and then we can see him. Um, no, there he is in his full beauty. No, I'm good. Uh, Madrid was great. Managed to uh, managed to get to a game to see uh, Atletico against Osasuna, which was um, a three 0 win. Uh, yeah. So that was good. Great atmosphere. Great stadium. Um, and now it's back to the reality of uh, of nail biting football. It is indeed. Uh, have you watched the highlights from the other night? I did. I did. I, I, I watched through them. Um, there was a bit near the end where we got in their half, so uh, I enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, it did get rather exciting at that point, didn't it? <laughs> I imagine, you know, if, if Castagna had just caught it off his ankle, a la Steve Claridge, or off his shin, it may have looped in. And then, yeah. then where would we be? We'd all be getting very, very excited. We would. We'd been a, a lot better. But let's be honest with you, it's a point more than we thought we were going to get. And it's, um, well, as you've been saying all season, it could be the point that keeps us up. Yeah, I was I was talking about it. I was talking to someone the other day about, I, I remember the number of times that I've been on the show and you saying, would you take a point? Would you take a point? And I kept saying, yes, I would, because it's about, just keeping the scoreboard ticking over. And if we'd have added just a few more one points, we wouldn't be sitting in this mess. Yes, exactly. Well, let's just go through a few comments. Um, 
Taylor is in. Yo, just got back from football training. Keep your boots on, mate. Get yourself down the KP for Sunday. Um, Big Cox is in, Richard. How the devil are you, sir? Welcome along. Hopefully, we're going to be seeing, <laughs> not seeing, well, yeah, you know what I mean, seeing little Cox, mini-me, uh, will be joining us. I did say come in after the Bournemouth fan, but, of course, the Bournemouth fan hasn't come in, so the West Ham fan isn't late. He's just organised and coming in when I asked him to do so. Uh, but welcome, Richard. Hope you're well. Congratulations on the uh, conference final, by the way. I uh, hope you do very well in that. In fact, I tell you what, concentrate on that. Premier League, you've got it, mate. You're there next season. Don't worry about it. Just uh, just go and concentrate on the uh, Europa Conference final. Um, Sharky, uh, as well, it hasn't come out, but he sent me a face-greening, smiling emoji. Uh, Nate, evening, Chris. Uh, everybody saying hello to everybody else. Uh, another 10 minutes, you would have won. I don't think we would, to be honest with you. My man of the match, the woodwork. Um, <laughs> no, you don't. Look, Mini-Me's here. Do I, know? I should have sent you the link. I think I've sent you the link. But the way this day's going, who knows? Who knows? Um, right. Brad, um, is your camera working there? Yeah, it is. I was just doing some uh, movies. Oh, no, 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 we don't want to know. We don't want to know. We don't want to know. <laughs> oh, right. It's not past nine o'clock. I can't tell you. Sorry. If anybody is bored, by the way, this weekend and thinking like, well, what, what, what can I do? Is there a book I can read or a film I can go and see? Then I would just say, get yourself out. It's at the cinema now. It's the world's end. It stars Dean Smith, Sean Dyche, and Sam Allardyce. For, for two of them, it is going to be probably the world's end, the equivalent. Um, how are you feeling, Brad? I'm feeling relaxed because thanks to the atrocious performance before the Newcastle game, I say atrocious, it was that alarming one that was really atrocious one. I'd almost accepted it. You know, I, I, I was happy that I'd seen a bit of fight, but it, it, it tailed off when we didn't beat Leeds and then that humiliating uh, thumping at Fulham. I just kind of went, oh, oh, well, at least I've seen some fight. I've seen a manager that's got a, an ability to change it up. We can do that in the championship. And then they go and draw with Newcastle. And now it's just like, nice. It's nice because... Two games before this, I don't think there was many Leicester fans around the globe um, that were thinking we weren't down, you know, that weren't already mindset set on the championship. So the fact that we're actually in a relegation fight, uh, I know that sounds like a weird sentence to say, but uh, the fact that we're actually in it and it's not all done and dusted, we haven't got an R next to our name like Southampton, is uh, a little bit positive, so... I'll enjoy whatever happens in, in, in a weird sense of the way, I think. I don't know why, but I will. <laughs> Great escape to Craig? Possibility or dream? Um, well, there is a possibility, but it's a bit of a pipe dream, I guess. But I'd, I'm not sure which way it's going to go, but I've got a feeling that we're going to have some kind of time added on injury, injury time drama, you know, Unfortunately, it seems like every team who else is down there, particularly Everton, seem to manage to get about ten minutes time added on every time, every game. So, uh, and then nick a goal. But I, I think it's going to go. People say it goes right to the wire, meaning the last game 
I think it's going to go right to the wire into the last sort of 10 minutes or so, and something's going to happen. In fact, yeah. if that's the case, it means we're still in it. You know, Everton yeah. haven't gone and scored three in the first 10 minutes, and, you know, and we're just sitting there waiting for the whistle to go. I... But who's, I mean, well, first of all, sorry, when, when we played, what day did we play Monday night? You were still in Madrid, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. When you obviously looked at your phone and you saw it was nil-nil, was it, were you sort of thinking like OMG or were you thinking, you know, great, or what were your thoughts when you first saw that? that yeah, it's funny because I, I got back and landed um, not far from kickoff time. And I was debating whether to listen to it on the radio on the on the motorway back up. And for the first time I can remember, I didn't listen to it. I, I thought I just I just can't. I'm gonna get too annoyed, upset already. I can't see what's happening. I'm just going on uh hmm. on, on what they're saying on the radio. So I, I gave it a miss uh and was quite pleasantly surprised when I saw that um that it was a nil-nil. Not only have we we got a point. We'd actually got a clean sheet because I'd forgotten what they were like. <laughs> I know, I know. Interesting facts coming up later on, which um, I know you will be interested in. Are you going to the game um, on Sunday? Yes, I am. Oh, well, we're <laughs> going to lose then, Brad. We're going to yeah, lose. Well, you know. Craig, you couldn't just nip back to Madrid for a game, could you, for a Sunday? <laughs> hey, I was I was there against Wolves. Let's Let's put it that way. All right, we'll let you off then. Look, 50 50 then. It's a 50 50. There's a guy going to be gloating when he comes on in a second because he's had a really good season. I can remember if we roll back the clock maybe three months, it was always out and always taking us down and always all. And who has been in the championship more recently, Brad? You'll know this West Ham or Leicester. It was us, I believe, wasn't it? No, I think it was West Ham. Was I it? I don't know. I don't know. Remind me, Craig. You you know these things. You're a wise old owl. I think it was. I can't remember as... Well, no. We, well, we did play them, didn't we? Because the start of the Great Escape um, Well, we will be coming on to West that Ham. later. We will, we will be coming on that later. Let's, let's give him his moment. Because let's be honest with you. Uh, we can't keep him waiting any longer because he's he's young and his bedtime's coming up. But you know we've got to we'll we'll bring him in uh, and go. Oh my God, what's happened there to the plan? There? Uh, <laughs> there we go. There we go. Welcome along. Uh, well, and well done on the um, Europa Conference final. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I just I tried to find an Everton shirt, but I couldn't find one. So. Um... So, yeah, no, you actually, had an Everton shirt, I would be really, really worried that you're wasting <laughs> no, your I money. No, I definitely don't. I definitely don't. <laughs> um, look, I, I, I want to get the elephant out of the room, first of all, um, with, with you, Jake. Um, I can say, well done for, you know, on, on Europe. Uh, and good luck. I hope you go on to, to, to win it. But I've got to say, uh, I, want to, I want to talk to you about the elephant in the room. First of all, David Moyes. Um First of all, with David Moyes, and those of us that know Charlie, the Manchester City fan, I've got to say, were they? <laughs> I mean, is David Moyes Charlie's real dad? Because to me, that is very, very scary. That's up there with uh, Prince Harry and uh, and what's he called? So uh, I do, I do worry. But look, talk to me about uh, David Moyes, uh, Jake. 
Akka's joking there. Not so long ago, you wanted him out. And now you're safe in the in the Premier League. You're in the European Cup final. He, he's, he's, he's the best manager in the world, isn't he? It's been a funny season. Um, it's been a funny season. You know, we've gone through we've gone through many ups and downs. We knew this season was going to be different to the last two because we knew that you know we bought in nine players um, last summer. You know, there was there was this huge rebuild that we that we sort of developed and. At the beginning, it didn't work. And that was, you know, and that was quite obvious. And, um, you know, our sort of, you know, we sort of just, you know, loitered around uh, the bottom half. And then we sort of got into the new calendar year and, you know, people started to wake up a bit and go, we, you know, we're in we're in a bit of trouble here. And we've managed to claw ourselves out of it, thankfully, with a couple of good results um, that have put us well clear of it. Now, mathematically, a couple of weeks ago, uh, we secured safety. But mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's been a funny season where if we win the Conference League, we won't sack him because we haven't won a European trophy trophy for 47 years and there's no way we're going to sack a manager after winning one of them um but oh, i don't know i don't know is it <laughs> we've done it <laughs> not european obviously but it's been yeah it's been strange because of the you know because it's taken time for players to bed in you know if i just take lucas paquetta as an example you know he looked absolutely awful for his first few months at west ham last two months he's been absolutely brilliant um you know he's um he's given many fans the sort of Payet moment that we had. Um, and I think the season you won the league and, you know, it's just, it's things are, things are starting to come together. And I mean, it was this time last week, I was, um, um, I was very nervous sat there as we were, um, as, as we were, you know, holding on to a lead. And now, you know, we look on um, and we're in a, you know, European final. And if we look back at it now, and if we do win this, uh, you know, on a week on Wednesday, um, we'll go with an average season for West Ham in terms of um, in terms of league position and a European trophy. So, yeah, it's been a season with plenty of um, plenty of ups and downs for sure. But I mean, if we win it on um, the 7th of June, then, yeah, I don't think anybody can grumble too much because, yeah, the football has been awful this season, but if we get a trophy to stand for it, then I don't think anyone will grumble. And then we go back into the Europa League as well. So. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You mentioned it earlier, Craig. Um, mm. Last time we were in these deep doo-doos and we performed The Great Escape. Uh, it all started at West Ham. They did. I remember it well. Um, I didn't start at the TP, so we were playing West Ham. Yeah. Yeah, no, I remember the game well. It was another sort of nervous performance, but um, it was a bit of a scruffy goal, if I remember rightly, uh, that Andy King got. But from mm. then, we kicked on. Now we don't need to kick on. We just need to get the the result, however it comes. And then uh, hope that um, down on the south coast, where, which is basically, uh, Chris, it's down to you, Um that the South Coast take care of the other game. I have threatened that if they don't do a job for us, I am going down to the ground, which is about a ten minute drive away, and putting mm. a, a brick a brick through most of their windows. Mm. Um, and believe you me, if you know Bournemouth as well as I do, they are easy to smash. Were you born then, uh, Jake? Uh, back in two thousand fifteen, I was eight years old. So if that makes you feel old, then um, yeah. I no, just whether you, whether you were sort of still in nappies or not. You probably were, knowing you. 
Trying to find some straws that you're clutching onto here with this, Chris. Where are you exactly going with your 2015, you know, start? I didn't I didn't deny that point though, did I? (laughs) You know what I mean? When you put that up when you replied on Twitter, I I uh, I accepted it that yeah, I'll I'll grasp for anything in this situation, (laughs) as well you know. I mean, Brad, what your memories of that? My memories are that I can't fucking keep this mute button up to keep doing it just in case the echo returns. I just yeah, keep muting this. Shows as good as possible. You guess, so just cock it all up. <laughs> ah, I know, I know. Uh, my memories of that game, I, I was actually working for the club at the time, so I probably got some of the best views for the goals. Um, and I actually remember this game because I think we were one the law, but then... Um, David Nugent missed a penalty, which would have put us 2 0 up before uh, before West Ham had the chance to hit back. And given how our season was going in and how we were fighting, that, that when they scored, it kind of deflated us for about 10, 15 minutes and we struggled to contain West Ham. And it, in fact, West Ham nearly took the lead in that game um, after uh, so in, in that spell for 10, 15 minutes. But then I think the way previous games had gone, the way we were showing the fight and effort, the crowd found their voice again after a half-time whistle and it was it was one-way traffic. And the goal that Andy King scored was a traditional Andy King goal. It, he was at the back post. And uh, he did something similar in the following home game against Swansea. I think it was practically the same result. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was a good game. It was a... It's a game that you could kind of use as a bit of motivation. Not that you need any, but motivation to never give up on Sunday. You won't know this guy, Jake, but Craig, well, you know Craig, obviously, but Cambiasso, I mean, can you believe we saw him? I mean, all I'll say is he he was the, uh, the messy of his day, probably, wasn't he? Can you believe that we saw him in a Leicester shirt one season only, but... It was unbelievable, wasn't it? I mean, you talk about people having cameo appearances and he had a cameo season and um, his his vision on the pitch was just ridiculous. Some of the first-time passes that he was hitting, but coming up with important goals as well. He was um, just a class act. And I know there's reports that um, it was a little bit difficult behind the scenes, but then you're a player of that level that you are... Um, you expect the, the the highest standards, and that's what he'd been used to. So it was uh, it was it was great to be able to see him uh, see him in a Leicester shirt for for that one season. It was it was, and he congratulated us obviously the next season when something I don't I have to explain this to the West Ham fans, won't I? When we won the Premier League, <laughs> you win the Chris Chris. Don't worry, you win the EFL next year. I'll be alright. We've done that. We've we've won the the second tier title more times or joint more times with Man City than any other team. This is all part of a cunning plan to win the title in all four divisions. (laughs) (laughs) This is part of the cunning plan to shove it back down Noel Gallagher's throat that we've won one more league tier two uh, title than him. And don't read anything into the fact that... um, it means we've been relegated more often than uh, <laughs> any any other team as well. Um, Jake, okay, let, again, we said we've got, we've got the, the, the Moyes element. I, I heard rumours, it might have been actually on your channel probably, um, that 
it's already been agreed that Moyes could be leaving at the end of the season. It depends where you read, to be honest with you. I don't think there's anything, you know, crystal clear. Um, I would be incredibly shocked if we win um, and they do let him go. I just cannot see that happening in any universe. If we lose uh, the final um, a couple of weeks' time, then there may be a few more question marks there. But I think many fans sort of, you know, after last Thursday, it was a magical night. There was a thousand in that stadium at, um, in Alkmaar. There was you know, a good few thousand who were out to Amsterdam without a ticket as well. And I think most West Ham fans sort of stepped back and went, you know, that's, you know, that's an, that's a sort of amazing moment. And the videos we've seen after as well, it's just sort of boosted the, you know, boosted the um, happiness in the fan base and everybody getting their, you know, um, trip to trip to Prague booked up as well. And it's, yeah, it's just been, it's just been more positive. So with the Moyes thing, um, I think it's slightly dependent on the, um, on the outcome of the final, but I don't think they'll let him go. I think he'll stay. Looking at your form there, going into it, obviously it's better than ours, but I mean, you, you lost by the odd goal to Palace. Um, you lost to Manchester City and let's face it, you know, everybody loses to, to Manchester City. Um, we, we just lose games. Arsenal lose the title to Man City, of course. Oh, oh did I say that out loud? Um, <laughs> you, you beat West, you beat Man United, uh, then you lost to Brentford, you managed to beat Leeds, and thank you very much for that one. That was a bit of a favour for us. A bit patchy form. Are you concentrating, I guess, now more on Europe, and is that going to be at the back of your mind come the weekend? Yeah, so just so. Just with them games, there, you know that that Brentford game, we just chucked out our you know our our massively second string side because that was sandwiched in between our two semi final legs, and we've picked up vital wins when we've needed to. You know, in the back end um, of this season, we've beaten the sides around us in order to get ourselves out of it. You know, at home we've beaten Everton, we've beaten Leeds, uh, we've beaten Nottingham Forest. We didn't beat you, Chris, before you mentioned it. Yes, I know. Um, <laughs> um, but you know, and that winning against Man United just all but secured our uh, Premier League safety so yeah I would say um, you know we're not going to be putting in the tackles perhaps as um, as much as if we didn't have a final in a couple of weeks time nobody wants to get injured you know that's obvious we don't want to be losing a player like Paqueta, Rice or Zuma, um, a pivotal player uh, you know in a what's to us a pretty irrelevant game ahead of a European final so you know you can expect a bit of sort of a bit of standing off that's what I'm certainly going to going to expect but that is but that is sort of reflected uh in our form because we have you know stepped off the gas okay, so on, on, on sunday then uh you've nothing to play for um in fact the only team that, that's playing a team that's got anything to play for is leeds because spurs are still fighting obviously for some some sort of qualification for europe so what team does Moyes put out I don't know, to be honest, because there's sort of two ways to look at this is that we've got quite a gap between this game um, and the final. But then again, 10 days, we, isn't it? Yeah. 10 days and, yeah. but we but we wouldn't want, you know, a really crucial player to pull his hamstring and he's out for a month and he can't play in the final. I really don't know what Moyes is going to do, because in that Brentford game, he went all out and rested pretty much everybody. In that Leeds game, he sort of went 75% first team, 25% mixed things up a bit. So he put out a much stronger side after he realised how crap we were against Brentford. Um, so I don't really know. I would sort of expect the same sort of side we put out um, against Leeds, maybe a couple more changes. I can see it being sort of like 50-50, because, I mean, we don't really want to come and we, we don't really... We don't really want to come and, you know, get battered, 
by three. Yeah. I don't think we will. Uh, but Moyes will have the sort of Moyes will have the gratitude there, I think, to put out a decent size. You know, Declan Rice will play. It's his final game for the football club in the Premier League, I think. Um, key players will play, but maybe, maybe a few. I mean, um, Jared. Jared Bowen's missus had um, had babies a couple of days ago, so will he be there? Um, I'm sure he will. He's played every game pretty much this season, but there will be a few odd changes. It, it won't be our strongest side, but mm. it won't be our weakest either. It'll be. I hope. I hope. Uh, I hope Bowen's not there because he's had a hand in five goals in five league games against Leicester, uh, three <laughs> goals and two assists. His most goals involvement against a single top flight opponent. Uh, Brad, I mean. We're not going to look at. We know what Leicester's forms like. You know, shit, uh, basically. <laughs> but you know, we've got West Ham. Uh, Everton have got the Cherries. Uh, Leeds have got Spurs. Have we got? You know, I mean, well, Cherries have got nothing to play for. West Ham, nothing to play for. But they've got to think of um, the, the final. I say ten days later. Yes, it is ten days. But a hamstring or an ACL, and you're out. And Spurs still struggling, fighting for Europe uh, in some form. Would you say, and no disrespect to West Ham, do we have the easiest game? Obviously, you look at it on paper, and you'd say that Leeds have the easiest game because Spurs are just, you, you had it right, Spurs are just struggling. There was no struggling to fight for it. You should have just cut the sentence off there. Spurs are the shittiest side out there at the moment on form. Um, but I'm going to say that a bit tongue-in-cheek, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> toughest one. ground here, mate. I know, I know. I just like to dig at Spurs because I might as well laugh because I might not get many more chances to laugh this season about Premier League teams. So why not? But yeah, you you look at it on the context on the context of it is you know you know like Jake said. Okay, we're not expecting you're under twelves, but if you fancy putting out your under twelves, we have a chance of winning the game. Um. But you look at that and you go, okay, perspective-wise, West Ham have that European game. And, and, you know, you don't... I cannot imagine a world where David Moyes is that naive to think, I'm going to play Declan Rice. He might put him on. He might put him on, say, like the game's dead and buried and he's not asking him to run around and do much. But he might put someone like Declan Rice and and, and, and players of that calibre on in the latter stages of the game, but I can't imagine he's going to ask them to start and and risk them being touched and, you know, getting a groin strain or, or an injury that can take seven or eight days to recover from because it's just going to ruin all the hard work they've done um, this season, especially in Europe. You look mm-hmm. at Bournemouth, and with the greatest respect to them, I mean this with a grateful respect, they can't, they don't really have a, they don't really have a, on the beach side for a club that lives so close to the seaside, you know, in terms of their quality and depth of players. So Gary O'Neill's already come out and made that statement, which is, you know, usually a cursor. So let's hope that's not the case this time, but he's going to go full strength. Uh, Tottenham are just shit. So it doesn't matter who they play. Leeds have always got a chance to win, but we know our situation. And for Leicester fans, we don't, the greatest respect, I don't really give a toss what Leeds do at the weekend, because it will, it, it will count for naught if we do our job, won't it? You know what I mean? So, in terms of our survival, I think we've actually, because of the European final that West Ham are in, we, we, we have to think we're going to have the slightly easier um, team to play against in terms of quality on the pitch. Yeah, We'll be looking at the team that you chose earlier, Brad, later. Um, but, Craig... 
is it is it better for us that we've got to win? A draw won't be any good, so we can't sit back and 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 you know even a, even on eighty nine minutes we and it's if it's nil nil we've still got to go and try and get that win. I think so um, because Everton have got that in the back of the mind that a, a point may be enough for them. Um, I, I think it's better going into a game knowing that you just got to win it. You know there is. What we can't do, though, is go gung-ho, you know, and, and go a goal behind or, or, or let in a couple of goals. I, I don't doubt the fact that we would have it within us to come back, but you mm. just pile the pressure on then. So I would have thought we'd be very, fairly conservative early on. What I would be doing would be getting a few tackles in earlier. So if if he is playing the likes of uh, Rice and, and your, your top players, that they know very early on that they're in a game and... You know, they may t- take a, a step back and may not put themselves into challenges. If they can do, and, and we're just watching them, then they'll play their own game. But I think if we got in early, get a couple of tackles in, it may just say, hang on a minute, I don't want to be involved in this and uh, and take it a little bit, bit easier. That may be old school, but that's what I would be doing. I'd be stamping some kind of physical authority you know, on the you know, game. From you know, if we do that, we'll, we'll get a red card. But, you know, if Newcastle do it again... Yeah, I'm not saying be stupid about my, it. But, you, you, but Newcastle do it against us, obviously, you know, try and break Samari's kneecaps and you, you stay on the pitch. Not that yeah. I'm bitter or anything like that. <laughs> but look... <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you know? I'm trying not to call you the equal. The uh, what was it? Equal? Not the equaliser. The velvetizer. Velvetizer. Loves loves his hot chocolates. Um, it's a pretty tight record between us. This is just Premier League. Uh, mm. We've won ten. You've won fourteen. But but we've won five at home, five away. Uh, it could it could be a draw, and you'd you'd be happy enough with a draw, I suppose, wouldn't yeah, you? I'd take a draw, yeah. You know, I think this game doesn't have too much relevance to us, but you know, just to come off the last point about players, there, um, I'd be incredibly surprised if Rice doesn't play. Rice wants to play every football match he's had one injury in the last two years, uh, which put him out for one game. I would be incredibly surprised if Rice isn't, um, you know, starting this game um, because he because he has started every single game and he is a player that wants to start every single game. And he knows as well as us that this is going to be probably um, his last Premier League game for the club. And I can't help but feeling he will want to play um, and he's not sort of stepped back in any of the other ones. And I can't see him doing it with that. And in terms of records in this game, um, I think it, I think it goes out the window. You know, I wouldn't want to be in your position now uh constantly looking to see whether Bournemouth or Everton have taken the lead um to you know sort of change and sort of adapt um what you're going to do it's a perilous and difficult position to be in um and I'm sure it will be nervy in there but yeah you know I sort of agree the fact is if you go in and if you go at us early we may well take a step back which wouldn't surprise me at all so that's probably the way to go about it early on if you want to get at us you know, Brad, would you physical. would you feel bad if if uh, Samari went in heavy on a tackle to go? Oi, I'm here. We don't have many players that can do that, but does that and then he damages Rice's ligaments or something and he's out of the final? Would you feel bad or not? No, because no, with the no, because with the greatest respect, look, I, I'm sure I, I know West Ham fans. I'm sure Jake would be absolutely mortified. And you know, I, I like Craig said, I don't want him going in, you know, thinking, uh, you know. 
like for like with what happened to me, I can do it to someone else and get it sent off. But say it was a tackle and he fell and twisted his knee. I'd want him to recover and get well soon, like I do. I don't want to see anyone's career come to an end. Yeah, yeah. you know, but I wouldn't care. I mean, if it means he's got to go off, then with the greatest respect, that's a very talented young young midfielder that's one less to, you know, worry about. That that would then turn around and go, told you, David, told you, Moisey, you shouldn't have played him as much as he wanted to. You should have kept him fit for the final. Because, you know, I, I would say, as I understand what Jake's coming from, and I'm sure Rice is keen to play the game. But if I'm David Moyes, I'm thinking, whether I decide to stay or not, or whether they decide to keep me or not, I would rather keep Rice fit and have him play in the final and, and strengthen our chances to win a European Cup than risk him getting an, a, you know, a, a tackle with no malice. I'm not saying it's going to be like a red card challenge or anything like that, but he twists his knee or something and he can't play the game and we ultimately lose the final. So I'm not asked. If they get injured, it's unfortunate, but it's not my problem. I, I don't support all, West Ham. Sort of yeah, I, I think it's this... I was going to say, I think if this was the last game of the season, then I could say, yeah, you know, he'll play and he'll want to play and he'll want to go out on a high. But it's not. It, not only is it not the last game, the last game is your biggest game for years and years and years. And I think that will be the overriding factor, regardless of whether he wants to play. Imagine if he plays, if Moyes plays him and he gets injured, Moyes is going to come in for such stick for doing that. For not being strong enough to say no, we need to keep you for the final. Um, I, you know, you know them better than us, but I would imagine that's where a manager's going to earn his corn and uh, and and protect protect your players the best that you can and get them ready for a for a massive game, not a game that essentially means absolutely nothing to you. Yeah. The issue with Moises, though, is that his stubbornness will probably come through and he doesn't like rotating in a Premier League game. It's not, you know, it's not like him. He's he's massively gone out of his comfort zone in the last couple of games to, to mix things up slightly. Mm. He likes to play the same team every week and there will be changes. There's no doubt about it, but... I can see it being a similar side to what we played against Leeds um, last weekend. I can't see too many more changes because Moyes will want to build the confidence up, build them, build them sort of momentum. And if Rice does get injured, then he will get pelters. But um, I think that's just what Moyes is going to do, and that's my gut. And I can't see him. I can't see him changing much more. Um, you know, he might come off with 15 minutes, you know, 20 minutes ago if the game's buried and done. But Moyes wants to go out there and he wants to finish on a high in the Premier League as well. That's just, that's just the I, way I, it is. I, and, and I can see, I can hear Moyes' um, rationale already that he wants to protect the integrity of the league and the competition and put out his best team yeah. to give everybody a fair chance. So I, I, I can see that. I can understand it. I'm just thinking if I'm a West Ham fan, would I want him to be? Oh. I mean, stubborn manager. What's a stubborn manager? We don't know those, do we? <laughs> At all. <coughs> Bell end. Um, sticking, sticking with you on that, uh, Craig. Mm. You know who who would have thought? Well, like, well, we we know we know that Brendan didn't have any balls, but Smith dropped Madison playing against Newcastle. Mm. Um, right decision. Well, as I said to you, I think in in a couple of messages, 
that was the formation that I said that we should have been playing against Liverpool. Um, mm. That you've got to be pragmatic about it. You've got to stop the opposition, understand their strengths and just try and grind out points. And that's what we should have been doing. You know, not stubbornly sticking to, you know, let's play three up front. It's absolutely ridiculous. I, I don't understand. And and to be, to be honest, the fact that he did it against Newcastle makes it even worse that he didn't do it before then. Because yeah. two other points, you know, a point against Fulham and a point against Liverpool, we'd be going into the last game knowing a win would keep us up. So, and, and it's, it kind of has turned me against Smith. And, and regardless of what, what division in now, I'm thinking that we just need a fresh start and mm. uh, and something different. Um, it's just frustrating that he decided to do it. It's great that we got the point, but it makes it all the more galling that he didn't do it beforehand. I'm not laughing at you, Craig, but I'm just laughing about a fresh start. And I think Brad knows where I'm going with this. Jordan Black. And that won't be Potter. No, no, well, no, no, but Jordan Blackwell, who is uh, Jake, the, the, the chief football writer for our local rag, um, <laughs> today answered the question about who should be in next season. And he says that if we drop down, we should get. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing at Brad's face. He said we should get somebody that, that is experienced to get out of that division. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say, say straight face. Somebody like Scott Parker. There. Oh, <laughs> get the cardigan out. Yes. <laughs> you could just put a shop dummy, put a cardigan on it. <laughs> Brad, Brad, tell me that you, you saw that. Well, I tweeted it, didn't I? You know, I mean, I, I, I it felt like somebody was walking over my grave. I don't really like to attack so-called Leicester fans for having an opinion, but Jordan Blackwell proved in that tweet that he knows fucking all about football and is an absolute fucking clown. And I'm just going to say there before I go on a tangent, Chris, because Scott Parker, you said you'd rather have Penelope's from from the Birds' as butler in charge. I know you meant when you put it out. I'd rather have Peter Parker, and he's a fictional fucking character. That guy hasn't got a brain cell. There is more brain cells found on, 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 on a strand of hair on his 90 grand cardigan than there ever is in his brain. So, no, no. And Jordan Blackwell, go and support a different club. We don't need your clown brains. In fact, go and be a good Arsenal fan. You've become best mates with Ty from AFT, <laughs> a AFTV because he's a big clown as well as deluded. And you're... I've seen how you rate players, mate. You know nothing about football, if that's your opinion of who should come and manage us if we go into the championship. Gordon Bennett, get Mike Bassett in. I'd rather him, and he ain't a real manager. I don't know if Jordan Blackwell knows that. He might come out next week and say he's the top man for the job and not realise he's fictional. Oh, God. I'm, I'm muting myself now so I can stop. Can I just say, for legal purposes, that the views of guests on this show are not necessarily those of LTID TV. <laughs> no, I, 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 it, I did. I physically felt sick when I read that. Um, Jake, if I said to you now, look, you're going to lose it on Saturday, um, but Sunday. you're going to win the uh, you're going to win the Europa Conference Cup. You'd take it, wouldn't you? Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um... I want us to win the Premier League on a high, you know, going up there. Hopefully it's, hopefully it's going to be a good day and, you know, 
of course I want my football team to win. I'm not going to go to a game. Um, no. You know, no disrespect, girl. And I hope we lose so they stay up. Um, yeah. You know, I hope we win the football match. But you know, if you give me now, we lose one or two nil, and we win the conference league. Of course, I'm gonna, I'm gonna snap your hand off uh, for it right now. You know, of course, the perfect scenario is scenario is we win um, both uh, both games. But I mean, it doesn't really matter too much to us. The biggest no. incentive of this game is hopefully, I think, I think Man United are beating Chelsea. If Chelsea lose tonight and then they lose on Sunday, with with the right goal difference, we can finish above Chelsea, and I would absolutely love that. But uh, thing, thing yeah, is, of course, formalities of course. is that this year you, you've you've really had a bit of difficulty beating us, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, well done. I mean, I mean, we 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 are embarrassed by the fact that we lost twice to Southampton, who were the worst team <laughs> in the league. Would that not be embarrassing if you lost twice to Leicester? And I mean, well, it is very possible. Well, possibly. I mean, I mean that was quite a dark day um, through this season. You know, if I was to pick out probably three days when I walked out of the stadium and went flipping hell, it was probably that day uh, Wolves away when we lost. That was dreadful, and when we got battered four 0 by Brighton. You know, that's th- probably three games this season where I've walked out of that stadium going, Jesus Christ! And yeah, this three was one of them. Games, and... mate, three games you haven't lived. We've had some. No, that's just the worst. There's been so there's bad ones, but they've just been the absolute worst this season. And um and yeah, that was um that was in sort of a dark moment through this season where we, we were at a crossroads and we and we lost to Palace that week and we lost to Blackburn in the Carabao Cup within three days after this as well. It was a bit of a nightmare. Then we went into the World Cup and most of us wanted Moy sacked and nothing happened. And um and now thankfully we come out of it the other side and whatever happens with Moyes, um at that time you caught us on a vulnerable day and Harvey Barnes absolutely teared us a new one. Mm. Brad, interesting if you look at that, who the man of the match was uh, on the Premier League with 52% of the votes. Yeah, not bad for the world shittest ever Premier League goalkeeper to ever grace the pitch. I mean, it's not like he, it's not like he, you know, didn't make compilation videos of saves of the week and it's not like he was ever man of the match more than once for this club. Uh, it feels like a de- it feels like an, an age ago, doesn't it? Since we started and entrusted our uh, goalkeeper responsibilities to Danny Ward, um, I mean, people forget there's a there's ten other players that that didn't help him to stop shipping goals uh, at times. But yeah, it's amazing to think that in the same season how uh, we've managed to change so much since that result. It's Ward getting a man of the match, Leicester keeping a clean sheet. God, it took us 22 games before the Newcastle game to uh, register one before that. So, yeah, it's weird looking at that. Very strange. It did. It was a long time. Two players, though, Craig, that rumours have it. In fact, I believe I read today West Ham are interested in Harvey Barnes. Really? Yeah. Excellent. Great news. <laughs> yeah, you know that. And you that's, don't like Barnes. I was giving you the chance to say good riddance there. Yeah, I Barnes is just frustrating, but I think that comes with virtually every winger. <laughs> you know, I'm not sure there's any winger that does the business week in week out. I, I I'm sure that you've been frustrated with Ben Rama down the uh, down the the 18 months that he's been with you. He's, he's been decent in recent weeks. But Harvey Barnes just is just so frustrating. 
if anybody doesn't watch him week in, week out, they just look at the stats, they think, what a great player. But it doesn't tell the story. Do you, um, any or any part of you, uh, Jake, that you look at that and think, or look at this and think, yeah, we could, we could, we could be in trouble here. Or are you going into this game thinking, it's Leicester? Because let's be honest with you, we, we won't put the fear of God into uh, into many teams this season. Um, I don't know what side and approach Moyes is going to go into it, to be honest. So I'm not quite sure what outlook uh, we're going to have going into it. Um, I'm sure we'll get a better sort of view of it when, uh, when he does his presser tomorrow. But, um, you know... I'm not going up there fearing all Christ if we put out our second team, we could get about a three or four nil, if I'm honest. You know, you could you could quite easily roll us over and beat us if we put out um a far more weaker side. And to be fair, you could beat us if we started our first team, because we might not, you know, we might not really bother too much anyway, whatever side we put out. Um I'm not worried of a battering, but you could quite easily beat us, I think, in the in the sort of mindset that we could be in. I mean, Jake, if, um sorry, Chris. Jake, have Everton fans got any preference for who stays up? Everton. Um, you mean West Ham, Craig? Yeah, West Ham. Sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. Yeah, West Ham fans. Yeah, that would be funny, wouldn't it? Yeah, Everton fans don't care. No, yeah, West Ham fans. Whether, yeah, whether they've got any preference, whether you you get to a position where you look next season and think, okay, we need mm. the supposedly better teams to be relegated, so it makes it easier next year. That which is still the way. Older Leicester fans look at it. You go into every season thinking, who are the three worst teams? Mm. Yeah, um, I think it's more personal preference, to be honest with you. I haven't seen many fans, many West Ham fans go into it, you know, I really want Leicester to get relegated. Yeah. I haven't seen one say that. I've seen a few want Everton to go, to be honest with you, and yeah. I don't blame There's them. There's one in the chat telling you that a shark, I think, wants Everton <laughs> Yeah, to probably, go. yeah, <laughs> yeah. If I were to pick a team, it'll probably go Everton, Leeds, and Leicester. That's not just because I'm on a you know Leicester channel. Um, mm. I don't really like Everton or Leeds, to be honest with you. Um, mm. We've had a we've had a pretty um, rubbish day up at Everton this season, and and Leeds is just a long way, isn't it? So <laughs> it is what it is. Um, yeah, I prefer I like Leicester to say up. Yeah. I like that Terry Newsham. I do. I've always, I've always said that. Lovely man. Lovely see, man. I mean, see, I don't think. I don't think anyone wants Allardyce to stay up because we never <laughs> no, hear about no. it. I put this out on Twitter an, um, a couple of days ago and, and I did actually try and I said, can I ask my non-LCFC fans following uh, who they would prefer to you see get relegated? Sorry? You found 112? Yes, I did. I did. And uh, none of them were West Ham. <laughs> but, uh, no, I voted. Don't you worry, I voted. You voted. Who did you vote for? Just out of interest. Well, 72% voted for Everton, which I think, yeah, I, I understand that. But look, we people still love us, guys. Look at that. We we, <laughs> we came bottom in that poll. People still love us. Uh, Jake, just, just I'm just going back onto that. It was actually... And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Oh. 
Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Muck Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I mean, in the UK, you could say it was in the sun, this Barnes to um, uh, uh, West Ham. Uh, but it was also in the Guardian, also in uh, the Daily Mail. So you're covering all, all sorts of political spectrums there. So basically, um, what's happened is one of them has gone, I know, let's link him to him. And then their mate from the other one's gone, oh, I well, know, we'll have a bit of that. And then the other yeah. one's gone, oh, yeah, we'll have a bit of that too. Yeah. As, as, we, <laughs> as reported in the sun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is Barnes a sort of player that you would be interested in? Um, when I've watched him and, you know, I think what Craig has said is probably right and it's right with many players, you know, we get, we get fans come up to us and go, oh, Ben Rahm, he's brilliant, isn't he? And, um, to be honest at times, yes. And, um, for the majority of his time, he hasn't been great, but I'm hoping now he can, he can kick on. From what I've seen of him, I've always gone, yeah, he's a decent player. And it's interesting when you hear fans, you know, talk about, one of their players who watches them week in, week out. And I don't watch Leicester week in, week out. From what I've seen, you know, he's always been he's always been pretty decent. Would he add something to us that I don't think we already have for 50 million that I think was reported? Probably not. Um, you know, with the players we've got there, we've got an abundance of attacking players there. Bowen, Paqueta, um, Ben Rama, you know, Corne. There's plenty there to choose from. So at the moment... I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be putting that at the top of a priority list, um, if I'm honest with you. And for and for fifty million, I don't see what he adds to us to what we probably haven't already got. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, no, that 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 that's fair enough. A um, lot of people in the chat said very, it's been very nice saying they don't want Leicester to go down. Uh, the checks are all in the post to you. Um, <laughs> How much is my check? You're too young. You t- oh. I can't be seen to be giving a, a, an underage child money. That's <laughs> right. Again. Send it to Dad. He's my agent. I'll, I'll have him. I'll find it. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, I forgot you. Yeah, but he takes the he takes the fifty percent, mate. Do you know? Oh, on a bet. But he does give you art chocolate, so you'll be all right. <laughs> who who should we fear on um on, on the West Ham side, Jake? Um, I think, you know, I sound like a bit of a broken record. It depends on who Moyes plays. To be honest, if Paqueta plays, I'd certainly watch out for him because he's he's really started in the last couple of months to adapt to the Premier League on a um on a better <laughs> on a better scale. Um he's been, you know, he's been much more effective. So if Paqueta plays, I'd look out for him. Of course. <laughs> um well, all fighting well, over your money here. <laughs> yeah, they're all fine. Well, the issue is I'll see Terry at seven o'clock on Sunday morning as we'll you know, as we'll as we'll sort of head up to Leicester, and he said he wants Leicester to stay up, which is fair enough. But I do yeah. want you to stay up, but, but at the same time, I I just haven't got it in me to want my son to lose, to be honest with you. So and I would, know, I would sort expect, of at a crossroads. <laughs> I would expect no, I would expect nothing less of you, to be honest with you. I mean, I I would love to, and I really do hope that you go on and do well, you know, in in the European final. But if if you lost, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. Do you know what no. I mean? So I will, um, but you won't. You know, that's it. Yeah. Dan says he loves chicken wings. <laughs> that's just the one name that he has for Kate. I'm sure there's a few others that he can't put out here. Look, let's have a look at some score predictions and then we'll let you go jake um yeah come on bedtime soon 
it, well, <laughs> you, why don't you off next week so you haven't got any revising? Because uh, how, how many um, exams are you doing? Oh, I'm halfway through. I got me ninth out of the way today out of 18. 18. Wow. Yeah. I was I was looking to keep it into single figures. And they <laughs> nearly showed my age there, of course, calling them O levels nearly. They're not called that anymore, are they? No. Um, but look, here, no, but nobody's actually gone for a West Ham win, uh, probably because we all know we need to win. Uh, Brad, you went 2-1. Um, no, I didn't. I went 2-0. Oh, you did indeed. You did indeed. Uh, Craig, you went 3-1. Uh, yep. And then the rest of us, great brains thinking alike, we all went 2-1. Um, but we would take a 1-0 off Jamie Vardy's arse in the 97th minute, wouldn't we? No. As long yeah. as uh, as long as Bournemouth have done the business. Yes. Yeah. The worst I mean, thing would be, wouldn't it, that, that Bournemouth do the business and we don't get the win. I mean, that'd just be unforgivable. I've got a worse scenario. Go on, we then. go down with Forest came up and Coventry come up. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> come on. Um, Jake, I mean you're not gonna go against your team, I get that. What what your what's your prediction? Um <sighs> I don't, well, I always try and give sort of two predictions in, and, and you know, in games where um, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure what the outlook will be. Um, I can see it. I can see it being quite a, quite a boring game where we'll try and sit back and try and defend. We won't be going out, you know, trying to put, trying to put three past you. That's for sure. We'll try and put in a sort of, you know, as minimal effort <laughs> um, as possible for, for sort of whoever plays and, and sort of hope for the best. Um, I won't go against West Ham. Um, I'll predict the win um, and I will go 2 nil, 2-1, 2-1. 2-1, but the other way. Because yeah. if you go 2-1, that will give it to Leicester. Oh, all right. 1-2 then. <laughs> no, we all heard it there, everybody. Jake predicted a Leicester win. <laughs> Jake, look, like I say, I hope you don't do it at the weekend. Of course I do. Um, but, um, oh, sorry, I was just reading messages there. Uh, um, but I wish you all the best in Europe and all the best for your, uh, your exams as well, mate. And. Just give everybody a shout out as to uh, as to where you know that they can find you. Yeah, you can find me um, on YouTube at West Ham Unofficial for all your for your West Ham content. Um, if you're a Leicester fan, you can go and watch the vlog that we did for the game in November. That was pretty painful, and we'll be up at the King Power um, on Sunday as well. So, um, so yeah, I am looking forward to it. And if we lose. Uh, and you stay up, I'll look back and go, oh, well, that's all right. Uh, but if we lose and you go down, I ain't going to be happy, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to be happy. Come up and take the piss out of, haven't you? So, you know, <laughs> not, seriously, as I say, don't wish you anything for the weekend. Good luck in, in, in the Champions final and good luck with your exams. And uh, I'm sure we will speak again in some form of, uh, as well next season. All the best, mate. Take care. FA Cup third round, all right? <laughs> See you there. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks to Jake there. Oh, we went rather quickly. Uh, right, let me um, let me just try and find it. Because I know you've got to go in a second, Craig. Yep. So before I let you go, um, because you missed it last week. Um, <laughs> there we go. You know what's coming, don't you? Yeah. Home or away. Uh, I wasn't going to let Brad do it for you because he, he he might have got it right, and I've got to say <laughs> that this is uh, it is a little bit sort of 
why bother time? Because you, you're a point and a half. Well, what are you? What's the score at the moment? It's five to uh, five to myself, three and a half to you. So even if you get it right, you can't win. But we'll just do it for a bit of fun and see if you can end on a high. Uh, a bit like, a bit like um, you know, Bournemouth and Spurs. Nothing to play for for me. But let me give you a chance to see if you know, know who this is. So, started out at Luton Town, uh, went to Arsenal, then went on loan to Forest, Palace and Reading before signing for Birmingham City, went to West Ham uh, from 2007 to 11, Stoke City, um, then on loan to Brighton before they signed him, then to Leicester and then ended up at Milton Keynes Dons. I think I made it a little bit easy for you this week, Craig. Have you? I'm, I'm rubbish at you. <laughs> I'm rubbish at these, so... Uh, I so know, and that's why I yeah. enjoy them. <laughs> Revenge yeah. is a dish that's best served cold, but extremely nice whenever it comes. Hmm. Any ideas there, Brad? No, 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 no. I have, no, no, I have no, one. An idea. That's I, have, I have one, but I can't remember him being a part of that particular Leicester side, but it's the only one now I can think of. He was only there one season. What a season. Um, Town. If he gets it wrong, I'll have the guess afterwards before you reveal. Oh, yeah, yeah. That'd be fine, yeah. Uh, Forest, Palace and Reading on loan. Birmingham City. um, I can see him in his Birmingham City strip, to be honest with you. West Ham. uh, He was there, what, four seasons? Stoke City. Brighton on loan, signed for Brighton, joined us. It's the only one I can think of. It's got to be him. Milton Keynes, where he ended his career. He also had a very, well, not a reasonably successful England career. I'll give you that much, playing at uh, various levels. Mm. Very rude. I hope hope that was your um, Winston (laughs) Churchill impression and not telling you (laughs) where to go. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, nothing's. Um, so this is great escape, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, I, I will give you. A, I will give you a clue. In it, it's not Cambiasso. Ah, oh, I'm sure. We, I'm sure he went to MK Dons after us. Well, he left us, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, no, the la- I mean the last player I can remember um, I was getting from Brighton was uh, was good old Leo, and it's not him because he didn't go to M- uh, MK Dons. No, no, I'm not going to waste any more of anybody's time. I tell you what, if I've got it, Craig gets two points just for a laugh. No, he does not. Just, just build the tension. You take it off him afterwards. <laughs> I. Water. <laughs> oh, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll get him up to a point. We'll, we'll make him agonisingly close. The only player I can think of that we got from Brighton and Hove Albion and played for the likes of West Ham and Birmingham, I don't remember him being at Stoke, is Matthew Upson. Okay, is that is that your final answer? It's the only answer I can think of. But I don't think he was there. 
is that your only answer? Well, if you don't think he was there, then you don't think it's him. I, I know we got him from Brighton, though. I know Matthew Oxen came from us through playing for Brighton before, and it's the only other player apart from obviously the one that Craig mentioned I can think of. No, I, I like I like that, Brad. I like that, Brad. I saw this. I thought with the Brighton link, Leo Joe. I must admit. Um, well done, mate. Well done. An excellent two points. Thanks, mate. Yeah, you're welcome. No, no corruption here, mate. No corruption here. <laughs> no corruption. Just read, just read that score there. What would it be now? Six, three and a half. Yes. <laughs> Craig, look, I know you've got to go, mate. Um, because the jungle, uh, the jungle cameras are calling you. But thank you very much, mate. And hey, look, clap those clappers hard yeah. at the weekend. I, you know, I, I mean, it's a long time since we've been in this position where we're not only cheering on for a win but we're we're hoping for results from other places as well yeah um and the first time in the in this stadium as well so um yeah it's going to be a nerve nerve-wracking afternoon that's for sure yeah it did indeed all the best mate and uh right. i'll, I'll send you a list of what we're doing next week yes brilliant cheers Take brad cheers chris later, mate. Ah, and thank you to uh to the young man there uh, the mm. wise old owl. Now, you very kindly picked a team earlier. Um, yes, I did. Um, let's just have a look what everybody... Oh, a few predictions that we'll just go back to. Um, Sharky went 2-1 Leicester. Uh, Richard went 1-1. Uh, won't be good enough, I'm afraid, will it, for us? Um, mm. uh, and he says, thank you for my good wishes. Uh Chris, when are Brad and Steve doing their quiz next Tuesday? Uh, next Tuesday. Uh, Danny Simpson, new. Well, we know it's not now. Uh, no, there was no Newcastle on there, mm -hmm. uh, Daniel. There was no Newcastle. Matthew, dot, 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 dot. Um, sorry, they couldn't see you, what you were saying anyway, <laughs> Sharky, but he went with Matthew Wopson, uh, obviously being a, a hammer. Um, and Dan's gone, oh, again, I'd, I'd take that, Dan. I'd take that. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take it. Uh, look, didn't, didn't, I had to write a piece, and I can't sort of go into how many. I mean, it's funny. I have not been this busy. I said, this weekend, I'm doing this show tonight. At half 11, I'm doing a pre-record for uh, Paul Ross at TalkSport. Tomorrow, uh, we've got the prediction show. On Saturday, uh, we've got, um, we're on um, Carl and, and Doug's channel. Then we're doing a relegation special ourselves. If anybody knows an Everton fan, by the way, they've all gone into hiding. Um, then on the Sunday, we start with a talk sport <laughs> interview at half 12, followed by 3.30, the premiere, well, the watch along, talk TV at 7 and then the, the um, refresh show at nine. It's going to be busy. With, no, not this busy since we won the damn thing, Brad. I know, right? Uh, I mean, it's a shame we're not as popular for the same reason, but it's nice to be popular, I guess. Just, just hope it doesn't end in in, in uh, tears of sadness. That's, uh, well, let's I, hope we've got something to go I had, at. Like I say, I had, well, the BBC then contacted me today and said, like, we want another, can you write another piece? We only need it by tomorrow, and thanks for the notice. Uh, <laughs> about about you know the the, the the relegation battle, and 
I've read a few things um, that's been put out, and we're going to come to your team in a second, but I just wanted to hit this point, is we've got to accept that we are Leicester City. And... We're elite. Yeah. <laughs> you beat me to it. But no, we, 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 we are that proverbial roller coaster club, aren't we? Yeah, we have been ever since... Um... Since I started supporting them when I was uh, knee high to a grasshopper in the nineties, um, I was, for memory's sake, I was I was an O'Neill era child that was raised on the O'Neill era, and even then we were an up and down side. I know, I know, we had the comical name of boring, boring Leicester when when they played O'Neill, but we we weren't exactly up and down to this drastic states, but. We've always been that, and and from what I can tell, every time we talk about Leicester and, and 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 seasons gone by that I don't even remember, you know, yourself, Dave, Craig, um, and anyone else in between, it seems like it's just been the Leicester way since eighteen eighty four. I mean, I know you had your first season ticket back then, Chris, but it seems like it's always been the Leicester way, even when it was uh, even when we were the Fosses, you know, you know. So I want to change this to the world sometimes. There was the rumor that when we built. The new stadium, of course, it was started off being called the Walker Stadium. At the start, they were going to call it Alton Towers Stadium because it was just like, hey, get go there for a roller coaster ride. Um, but like, like you said, of course, the... what? I'm Premier League. I am elite. I am proper elite. No. I am Dorinda. Oh, yes, we've got to remember whatever happens, guys, we are elite. Um, yeah. Tell you what, it's funny you say that though, tongue in cheek. I was talking to one of my friends, you know, Jesse, you know, I've brought her up a few times on this channel. Yeah. And I said, uh, and she said to me, Oh, we're on, she, she's like, Oh, I can't believe we're on Sky. I said, Yeah, she goes, Aren't, aren't Everton on there? I said, They might be on BT. She went, No, they're not. I said, Yeah, that's because Lesper are massive, Jess. We're massive. We're absolutely huge as a club. We're, we're bigger than Everton. We're, they're not important to me on Sky. So I had my own Grinder moment. She went, no, we're not. I went, no. But Of the three games, two are on Sky, one is on BT. All three games are BT. They have, run, they have done that, have they? Oh, they have, yeah, she couldn't yeah. find it at the start, so I just wrote back to me. covering the top of the league for some reason, <coughs> Anthony. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. Anthony, no, I've asked James. He has, um, he's working, and there's a couple of two Everton, one Everton fan. He just doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> and he was honest and upfront. But look, we asked Jake earlier about what team that he would put out. Of course, you very kindly um, sent your team that you would put out. Oh, I did. Here. There we go. So that's your team. Um, talk me through because you've gone, you've gone five. Well, you've gone three five two or five three two, depending whether we we're attacking or defending. Which is what yeah. you went with. Well, you went with it as well for the Newcastle because you picked that one as well. But also, um, uh, Dean Smith, of course, went with it against Newcastle. Yeah, and I think we've got to find that balance and I think what this lineup did does is it gives you that balance to kind of not get caught out with a ball over the top or get caught back in numbers if we lose the you know which we've been capable of doing which is losing the ball uh, in our own half making a pass that's gone astray or whatever at least we have more men behind the ball and we can regroup quicker in them numbers and 
you know, I, I was kind of having a. I, I'm really sick of these, and I get. I, oh, I'm sick of it. I, I get it to a point, but I'm really sick of these people that were so negative about our formation against Newcastle, even after the result. Like, oh, we didn't go for it. We should have gone for it. It's like, are you? How many more beatings do, do we need to take playing four at the back? Mm. I mean, we we've lost six two. I, I mean, I think I looked at it through, and I can't believe I'm saying this, because I think I looked back at over formations and looked at the stats, right? If I was to pick three games from when we played four at the back and tried to play attacking football, we lost 6-2, 5-2 and 5-3. That was Fulham, Tottenham, Brighton, all the way from home, right? In, in, in games where we've either played defensive football or we've played three at the back, as obviously a defence back five. We lost 1-0 to Manchester City. We lost 1-0 to Manchester United. And we drew 0-0 with Newcastle. The aggregate score is 16-2. and two. We conceded 16 goals in three games trying to play the Leicester way in attacking football, which we clearly haven't been able to this season. So anyone that looks at that and goes, oh no, we've got to win the game. Just, just you don't understand the, the you don't understand the the the, the I, I want to say it's not politics side of football. I can't think of the word I'm trying to think of, but it's like you don't understand the dynamics of football if you don't understand that you have to play the game respectively of your opposition and your situation. And the current situation is, if you look back at every other formation where we've got absolutely backhanded and slapped around the King Power or whatever stadium we've been at. It's been playing four at the back. It's been he's been trying to play fast, aggressive football, quick passing football, and it ain't worked. We got smashed. I, like I said, I'll just give you three examples of results compared to three other results. And I know people say, "Well, you didn't score any other three, Brad." Yeah, but we had to get points on the board. Now we know we've got to go for a win, and I'm sure I'll change it up. And that's why I stuck with what worked against Newcastle because there's no way on God's green earth that Dean Smith is going to say. Okay, we're going to do another eighty-seven minute job where we stay nil-nil. He's yeah. going to get to 70, 75 minutes and go. Okay, now we're still level. If we've not managed to nick a goal, we're going to go for it now, and then he'll change things up when it needs to. You have mm -hmm. to respect an opposition you're playing for, and that's basically why I just went for the essentially three-five, the three-five-two. Let's go through it because you've got Iverson in goal and it goes without saying, although we are being told that we're after this by a Munich goalkeeper. Um, Evans, you've said, but if, if Soyuncu's fit, Soyuncu comes back in. Sutar, for me, you can't drop him after Newcastle. Um, and no. he's got that height at corners as well. And I think it's only time before he gets on the end of one of them. Um, and, and Faze, it's the obvious back three, isn't it? Now, I'm surprised at these next two because I would have gone Christiansen and uh, Ricardo. But is Ricardo still injured? Um, I'm not 100% sure if he is. I think he might be back in training. But I'm I'm basing picking the team off their performance against Newcastle. And again, that balance is there because Castagne does get forward as long as we almost have that fourth defender holding back. Because we know, and I have defended this point a million and one times, and I'm going to say it again now just in case anyone wants to argue it with me. I understand why people would go get Christensen there because he is the attacking wing back. Yeah. You've got, again, you've got to play the situation. 
And the situation we've found ourselves in all season is when we put committed attacking players on, this is why I've scrapped wing play, because it's utterly useless for us, it has been for years. But we cannot have two committing wing-backs. We need a defensive-minded wing-back in Thomas to allow Castagna on the right to join that midfield and get onto the byline and try and get some crosses into a, into a congested box. Um, because if we get caught giving the ball away, Faze will have to go over to that right side. Um, Evans and, and, and Suta would have to go into the middle. And then, you know, that allows, that, that, that then allows Thomas, who won't push on into our own half that often. He might do it once or twice, but he's not going to do it like Christensen did. But he'll be in a position where he's actually closer to our half um, than Christensen would be. And he'll be able to retreat and come back and help clear up any mistakes made in that middle. And he did it superbly for the majority of the game against Newcastle. Um, you know, I can forgive him having a bit of a tired leg, tired legs near the end and he got beat once or twice. But that's what you need in this situation. Because like Craig said, the worst thing that can happen is Leicester go gung-ho and we're 2-0 down after 12 minutes Yeah, in a game we really need to win. And that, for me, was why. And to be fair, he was probably my second choice for man of the match. Against against Newcastle, Castagne. So as much as I was all for Ricardo coming back in, if that Castagne is going to play, that's why he went on on my team. Okay, I want to uh, agree with what you're going to say about the midfield here. Boris says though, um, no one um, to put a free kick in the top left hand corner of the net when we may need it. Now he's obviously referring to Tielemans or Madison. But when was the last time either of them actually managed to hit the target with a free kick? As Meatloaf once said, mate, and I like quoting these sort of things, you took the words right out of my mouth. When's the last time Madison scored a goal for us? <laughs> I was us? trying to work out how two out of three eight bad came into that. I'm thinking, Cook is not going to go for that one, surely. But Oh, mate, I always go for the obvious ones, mate. Uh, no, but, no, yeah, no. I, yeah, when was the last time Tillman scored a goal for us? Mm. When was the last time, apart from a penalty at Fulham, and bearing in mind, you know, his last one was saved by Pitford, apart from that penalty against Fulham, when was the last time Madison scored a goal for us? Mm. When was the last time they did anything in a game or for a majority of, of a game that affected us? Do you know what? Yeah, sure, we know on his day he can, but we don't need a maybe, if, but on his day sort of crap. What I need and what Leicester need is a free kick that's, you know, maybe 30 yards out and it's nearer the byline. Do you know what I need? I need Castagne or I need um, one of the midfielders that have I've seen take set pieces. I need them whipping it in. And do you know what I need from them? I need Sutar getting his head on it. I need Wild Faze getting the head on it. I, I need a, a fit and available Johnny Evans. Or if not, if Johnny Evans hasn't recovered... Although the report suggests it was just cramp, which is why I put him yes, in yep. originally. Uh, I want him getting his head on it. I don't want some glory hogging hero syndrome trying to put it in the top corner and then he hits it straight to the wall. That's why they're not in my team. Mm. Oh, excellent point. And I'm looking here. Um, Barnes again. You've uh, you've left Barnes, but you've gone for Dewsbury Hall, Mendy, now Samari. He is... With, along with Christensen, the only one, and we, I do go, man, always been booked again, but at least he's letting people know he's there. And we, we don't have many, or we don't have enough of those players, do we? 
No, we don't. And, um, you know, like, Kieran Dewsbury Hall speaks for itself. If I'm not putting Tillemans in that team, he comes in. I I will kind of back Craig up because Samari and Mendy kind of pick themselves to me. Indeed, he oh, apparently is hamstring. All, all the best, Terry. Thank you for popping in. I know yeah, you're still out, mate. He's, yeah. on, he's on Jake's channel a lot. Good luck in the uh, in the final, mate. And uh, we'll speak soon. Sorry, Brad. Yeah. No, no, no worries. It's always good to say goodbye to people that have tuned in. Thanks to anybody who has popped in. Um, but yeah, Dewsbury Hall's a natural for me to replace Tillemans. If he's not making your squad, you're going to go Dewsbury Hall. I, I mean, there's some voodoo stat about how we won when he played. I didn't go on that basis. I just went, if Tillemans isn't available, who's the first person I'm thinking of playing to do this role? It's Dewsbury Hall. Because A, Maddis is further up the pitch and, and, and B, I'm not going to... And I'm... And look, I'm, Craig's going to be gushing if he watches his back. Listen to me say this: Harvey Barnes and Tete are completely wasted here, and I think Leicester maybe need to learn next season and, and use this as a learning curve. If we get away with it and survive, especially, we need to be done with playing with wingers. We need to be done with playing with wingers because the way the game's played now. And they're short, passing it out the back from goalkeepers especially, right? You need to have a packed midfield to pounce on any mistake. We do not need to be light in numbers. And no offence, but since Mares, we haven't found a, win a winger that's come close to Mares. Our best winger since Mares has left, we let slip for our fingers by not signing in the summer, in my opinion, and, and, and Lutman. And he still wasn't laying a glove on Morris, let's be honest with you. So for me, as good as Barnes can be on his day with assists and goals, and he has done well, consistent numbers, you got to you got to give him, he's absolutely wasted because we rely too much on that side of the field. And how many times this season have I said to you, we're obvious when Barnes plays because we have to go down the left because the guy on the right is shit. Mm. You know? So that's why I went for a middle. And I think we need to compress and and suffocate West Ham. It worked to a degree in, in a weird sense against Newcastle and in a game where I think we're going to be a bit more brave and adventurous, I think it will work against West Ham. Which is why, whether people agree with me or not, I don't want a if-he-turns-up player on the pitch. I want a I've seen enough to know that they'll put their bodies on the line for us. And you get that with Mendy um because he can play that anchor role that Ndidi has been playing recently. And he, that allows Samare, who, like you said, Chris, something we've really lacked this season, goes around, uses his, his big biceps and knock people out of the way and knock them off the ball and and get, and, and really give that grip between the tweets sort of um, thing that Leicester's missing in the dressing room. And then two up and front. on the pitch. Yeah, two up front, of course. We've got to end with that, haven't we? And... Uh, and, yeah. and... It worked well, and for well, worked as well as it could do against Newcastle. But you know, I mean, we, we're talking to the converted with us still and two up top, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, it's almost it's you know, it, it still will be up there with one of the biggest mysteries in Leicester City history is how a how a side and a certain Balland, um can have a season where he's literally hand gifted two strikers who. Um, Vardy's your overall top goal scorer throughout all competitions, but Ian Acho outscored him in the league. You know, got your double figures in goals, were assisting each other. They were 
reading each other like telepathy. They were connected and never play as a pair again or very sparsely. It baffles me. Yeah. And uh, it's almost like Dean Smith saw it and went, oh, maybe I need to get both my good strikers on the pitch. <laughs> well, mate, let's just hope that I might even be able to play this, but I'm going to do it now just for the hell of it. I need to change that so it doesn't say goals so I can play it at any point, can't I? Can I just totally sidetrack? Because you know me, I do sidetrack. And just while you were talking there, I was just checking my Twitter. And has Twitter gone down since Elon Musk took it over? Because I, I set it up there people could message me even if they weren't following me. And in the last day, I've had 10 um, messages from single Japanese or Chinese ladies, which you can sure if I tell you the way that that is going, I'm sure you know what I mean. And I've just had somebody yeah. follow me, and I thought, oh, she's called Tammy, a uh, very nice young lady, uh, doesn't like to wear a lot of clothes, uh, and especially on her pictures. And I thought, I'm going to report this because it's obviously nudity and what have you. But apparently, uh, on and, I, and I'm quoting off Twitter now, we allow adult content like full or partial nudity or sexual acts on Twitter as long as it doesn't break our sensitive media policy. Do, 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 do they not realise the irony in that statement? <laughs> They're allowing you to show your sensitive parts, but it doesn't break the sensitive community standards. Showing your delicate, yeah. Do you know? Do you know, Chris? That is nearly as dumb as one of the tweets I saw when. And um, this isn't a bash at this, but this was a, a a real dumb tweet that I saw ages ago. It was on the Flat Earthers Twitter page, and they said Flat Earthers um, supporters are growing around the globe. And someone just retweeted it to them back and went, just maybe read what you've just put. No. You're a flat earth society. You just, you know, but that's special. So basically get, get, getting out my old sensitive Willie on Twitter is fine, but as long as it doesn't break the sensitive rules. So uh, you me, she didn't have a Willie. <laughs> well, yeah. I, well, you never know these days, mate. Well, I'm not getting into that. I'll get myself in trouble. But, but uh, yes, I did have to read that out to you to make sure that it wasn't just me that was thinking. That does contradict itself. It really does. So um, don't, don't be offensive, but if you want to, you know, do some sexual favours and put them on Twitter, go for... To what's the, that what back... That's some arse over backwards rule, I tell you that. Yeah. Uh, Martin, good evening. Martin says, win on Sunday 2 0 with the team you put up. Um, and then Brad gets the job next season. Um, uh, I'd love to switch between Barnes and Tete. Have right eyes. Yeah, I've said that a few times, Boris. And uh, I can say, I think Barnes does need to change his position. And they can both play either side. And Sharky yeah. said, <laughs> around the globe. But tell you what, don't know about flat earthers, but Tammy had a couple of nice globes. I can't argue with that. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> she's blocked. She is blocked. Um, honestly, Elon Musk get to get a, get a well, no, no, get a grip. That's wrong, probably, isn't it? You know. Um, no, he, he might be getting a grip with the content he's allowing. <laughs> well, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Look, Brad. Um, 
What's it going to be like? The last couple of questions. What's it going to be like if we go a goal down? Is it going to get a bit toxic? Do you think? Um, I don't. I don't know because it's not like it's not like there's anything the fans can really do. I think they'll just kind of. I think we'll kind of. It'd be weird if we go a goal down. It depends when, doesn't it? Yeah. Because if it goes, if you go one nil down and it's the eighty eighth minute, it'll be oh, 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 oh well, you know, it'd be, it'd be like that feeling when we played Stoke on that final day of the season, and you know, we, you know, um, you know, when we went down to League One, and um, I think it'll be a bit deflated. But if it goes the first five minutes, there'll there'll obviously be that nervous reaction, um. Um, I think, I think then fans will just be a bit more relaxed in a weird way. Because like, oh, well, there we go. We expected us to lose and go down, or not win this game and go down. So let's just enjoy ourselves. Yeah, yeah. I've got to say, I've got to say, Russ is a Leeds fan, so I understand totally what he's saying there. Fair play to you, Russ. Um, let's be honest. Let's 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 face it. If this was any other season than this season, which has got to be weirder than even probably the COVID seasons, because at least in the COVID seasons, results were going kind of the way you would expect them to. Uh, we would we would have been down weeks ago, wouldn't we, in a normal season? Yeah, there there isn't there isn't too many seasons that I can think of where a team, and what would we get, Chris? We'd get 34 points, which is ironic, because I, I, I'd, be, I'd be a genius, because I've been saying for many a week, I can't... Even when we weren't seemingly in trouble, I said 34 points might be enough to keep someone up this season. And how ironic could that be? Yeah. Um, but yeah. it would be one of a very few occasions where 34 points has ever kept a side up, um, especially in the days when there was um, when there was a few when there was 22 teams. Yeah. Um, yeah. In the league, so I'm going to come to your question in a second, Sharky. But um, look. <sighs> So we're playing Ever- uh, we're playing we're playing Everton. Um we are playing West Ham. Uh Everton are playing Bournemouth. Leeds are playing Spurs. Would you swap our game with either of the other twos? We're all at home. No. No, I wouldn't for two, for two reasons. I, it, it still haunts me um playing Spurs at the last game of the season. Um, because we always seem to yeah. choke it when we play someone like Spurs. Um, and I just don't... I I think, let's see this, especially this season, Chris, I'd rather have that middle team. You know, it's not too difficult playing Spurs, and as much as we've joked about Spurs this season, we know how horrible we've had it against Spurs playing them. Uh, we all remember that game where we needed to beat them to get Champions League football and Gareth Bale actually came off the golf course and turned up Um, and I'd rather not have Bournemouth because I think that's where the pressure is and and this is the question I'll ask ask to any Leicester fan that says oh I mean you know him very well and I didn't say anything directly to any other YouTubers I won't mention names but there's a few Leicester YouTubers that have been really, oh my God, my nerves will not stop it. So I do apologise, Chris. Give me a second. Oh, that's really annoying. Um, that's still really pessimistic. Knows, saying, oh, knows how you feel. 
Oh, anyway, anyway, moving on swiftly. Says, moving on. Yeah, I'm gonna keep my nose clean for this part, but um, <laughs> I don't understand the pe- well, I do because of how bad we've been this season. But I don't understand the pessimism of people saying, Oh, well, we've left it too late, we should, we needed to have it in our hands. They've not been watching Leicester this season. Leicester have crumbled at any time the expectation's been on them. Let's, let's, let's go back three games before. The, and I'm talking Everton, Leeds, Fulham. There are three games we played out of the four on, on Monday night, right? Oh, if we beat Everton, that, that'll put us clear. We won't go down there. And that'll, that'll ruin them. We're drawing. Oh, it's okay, though, because results, results weren't too bad. On, on the weekend. So if we beat Leeds, we'll go three points clear, we'll get out of the relegation zone. We we drew. Oh, Nottingham Forest and Everton got some points. We definitely can't lose to Fulham. We have to win. But if we still win, we'll get out of the relegation zone and goal difference. We lost. No, well, that's just that. We're going to get smashed. And I was one of them. You know, one of them in the statement. Oh, we're going to get smashed 5-0 by Newcastle. We're going to lose 3-0 to Newcastle. We're going to get smashed 6-2 by Newcastle. Newcastle's going to smash 7-1. Nobody gave us a hope. And I know Craig, well, fair play to him, he got a point in the predictions league because he was the only one that probably backed us to draw. Maybe more out of desperation and hope than realism. But guess what? We drew. We got something from that game. And I think, personally, Leicester wouldn't want but I don't think we need the pressure so I wouldn't want to play Bournemouth because the expectation would be on Leicester to beat Bournemouth at home it's not a guarantee to happen against West Ham you've got a feeling of how their season's gone that you'd be like there's a better chance than Tottenham but the probably you know there's more expectancy if we're playing Bournemouth and I think that is maybe what will set the nerves off at Everton if they're not winning that game after 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 45, 50, 60 minutes. You know what I mean? So I'm actually surprisingly happy with who we've got out of the three at work. Yeah. That, that, that's fair enough. Uh, Sharky says, Ian, we'll end on this point. Um, who do you think will win the championship playoff final? <sighs> that's a good question. <sighs> Because people say, oh, you can't, they've got the experience. Um, but they've not, it's not like they've been in the playoffs three, four seasons in a row and, and are cracking the code sort of thing all of a sudden. Mm. And you have to ask yourself, which one of them technically has the better momentum? And there's just something about Luton. I know they've taken similar paths from League Two and all that to, to where they are now, but. I think you've just got to give the edge to Luton mm. because they've got, they will feel they've got nothing to lose and everything to gain. Whereas Coventry being the experienced challenge side are, are expecting. And again, if Coventry handle that well, they'll win the game. They'll, they'll, they'll win the game with ease, but. The interesting thing will be if Coventry win, where will they play their home games next season? I, I, you know what? With, with that arsehole, um, Ash, uh, yeah, Mike Ashley, they could be forced to play on on, on a park or the AstroTurf just down the road. Does he own them? I've, yeah, he tried to evict them. It's his company that owns them. They nearly got evicted from the stadium this season. Yeah, I didn't know he owned the Coventry, though. 
No, but that's not me. He could decide to evict them from their stadium, and they might have to go and play on the five-a-side AstroTurf that's just up the road from uh, from the King Power. Mm. I mean, I I see. Oh, Mike Ashley's company owns the arena. Yeah. Um. How long has Ashley been coming for saying that? Uh, it's a complicated situation there. Yeah, he he did evict them. See, uh, I issued them an eviction note. I mean, again, we've been there. We know what it's like. I wouldn't wish it on anybody, to be no. honest with you. Um, uh, and you know, I see Coventry as the big. I see Coventry as a more of a local rival than Nottingham and Derby, simply because they're, they're nearer to us. You know, so oh, all I'm saying is, mate, when when you when you when your local derby gets announced on Sky or BT as the M69 derby, you know when it's a motorway derby, it's a massive derby. So there we are. Yeah, the M69 <laughs> derby. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I you mean, know what? Yeah, if we stay up, Coventry can come up for another yeah, easy six no, points next season. I was about to say the same thing. That if we stay up, it would be nice to have three East Midlands teams back up there. And of course, they were they stayed in the Premier League longer than we ever did. So <laughs> fair play to them. Very true. Um, right, look, mate. Thank you so very very much. I will see you tomorrow at eight o'clock. Yeah. For the prediction league and. Um, we will see you um, well, most of next week and the weekend as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you're not going to charge me rent when I move into your place, mate, because <laughs> uh, you're not paying me for the job I'm doing and I won't be able to afford it. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't afford you, mate. I couldn't afford you. But, uh, and I can't... I don't know, with where you'd be sleeping, you wouldn't want to pay me anyway. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, thanks very much, mate. And uh, I'll see you for the first time in about of about 14 next... Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow at 8 o'clock. I'll see you tomorrow at 8 o'clock. <laughs> see you later, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks to Brad there. At Full Time Focus, be sure to get over and follow him on Twitter. Um, and there's news about uh, his channel will be coming out on Sunday. Um, but there's a lot. There's a lot coming up over the next um, few uh, few. Well, what can I say? F- few days. Coming up next on Leicester Till I Die TV. Prediction show, like we say, at 8 o'clock tomorrow. Saturday morning, 10.15, on the Horn and Levy uh, YouTube channel, uh, followed by a relegation special on here um, with hopefully, uh, well, we're definitely a Leeds and Leicester fan. We're still trying to get hold of an Everton fan. On Saturday, 12.45, hear me on Talk Sport. Um, and then some, well, some point tonight, tomorrow morning, uh, I think it's about one o'clock. I will be on Talk Sport with Paul Ross. Uh, but Talk Sport at quarter to one in the afternoon on the Saturday before the final game. Uh, that's on the warm up show. Uh, of course, 3 30, we'll be doing the live watch along. And hopefully, we're going to be able to have a link up with somebody in the stadium. Um, at seven o'clock, I'll be on Talk TV on the Mark Saggers weekend show, um, the relaunch show at nine. And that's just the next few days, next week. When aren't we on? When aren't we on? Thanks so very, very much to everybody. There's a couple of people just popped in at the end. Cyber Leader, nice welcome along, mate. How are you? Um, don't tell me Shark is called Christopher. 
Please don't tell me Shark is called Christopher. With a name like that, you've got to love the guy. Um, but yeah, well, yes, it could be, Boris. It could be. Look, thanks to everybody that's been on tonight. Thank you to um, Jake from West Ham uh, Unofficial. Get sure to over there. Good luck to him with his exams. And good luck to West Ham, as I've said, in the uh, conference final. Thanks to Brad. Thanks to Craig for joining as well. Thanks to everybody that's been in the chat. Really do appreciate it. Um, we won a lot. Um, surprising that this relegation battle's getting <laughs> such uh, such coverage, isn't it? Uh, but no, thank you all very much uh, to everybody that was in the chat. Too many to mention. If you've been listening on podcasts, whether that's on YouTube or Spotify, Apple, uh, iTunes, Google Podcasts, the other, then... Um, Thank you for lending me your ears. Don't forget to subscribe, uh, like, click that notification bell. We've got so many shows coming up. You don't want to miss one. If you click that notification bell and subscribe, you will never miss one. For just one ninety nine, as it says, are going across the bottom there. For one ninety nine, you can become a member. Uh, click on the link in the description. It tells you exactly what you get. And next season, we'll be doing one show, uh, at least what, hopefully one show a week, just for members only, if we can get enough. So I will see you tomorrow. And thank you to our current members, Sharky included there, Marcus Sports, Judy Bowers, Nate, Dugout Football Channel, Kate, Matthew Burke, David Smith, LCFC, Grey Forever, a Fox. Thank you so very much. This has been LTID TV. I have been Chris. I will return as indeed will this guy. Good night. Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You better like them too or I'll be back. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. That will conclude this evening's entertainment. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.